Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Ramble Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah and presented by Rippin.com. As always, the Ramble Podcast is coming to you live from the Super Plus Rippin.com broadcast studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop rambling, Dave DeBah. Ramble we go. I am Dave DeVaugh, and I want to talk sports with you, North America. Coming up on the Ramble today, should the Jacksonville Jaguars, now that they have a fantastic starting quarterback in Garden Minshew II, trade or keep Jalen Ramsey? Plus, I've got my highly, and I do mean highly, anticipated and sought after week number three National Football League picks plus one more just gentle surprise from the world of sports as I couldn't believe what I was actually watching as NFL primetime is back with Chris Berman and Tom Jackson all of that and trust me a whole lot more coming up on the Ramble today. All right, North America, cannot wait to get into the rebirth of NFL prime time. But before we do that, I thought we would start off this week's show by talking a little Jacksonville Jaguar football. Now, um, we are recording this show on Friday, so we've already seen what Garden Minshew, the second uh, is capable of doing. Um, and I have to say this, um, maybe against a better team than the Tennessee Titans, because let's face it, the Tennessee Titans are a nine and seven football team at best in a bad division. So we're going to have to wait a little while before we take Garden Minshew the second and turn him into, if you will, <laughs> if if you will, the quarterback that is currently the quarterback in Cleveland, and you all know who I'm talking about. Can somebody please get Baker Mayfield another commercial? <laughs> I'm just saying. Garden Minshew the second after one week does look like the second coming of Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, but we will have to wait and see what happens with uh, with Gardner Minshew the second. Staying, though, on the Jacksonville Jaguars as we enter into week three of our coveted, the most coveted sport in the entire world, the National Football League. And we all know what happened with Jalen Ramsey and Doug Marone uh, a week earlier, which then led Jalen Ramsey to basically ask for a trade. 
Um, and then we had all of this off the field coverage over the last week. Will Jalen do this? Will Jalen do that? Will Jalen actually play? Should the Jaguars play Jalen Ramsey? Should they just simply trade him as soon as they have a chance to trade him? And I will um, leave you with the following when it comes to shutdown corners in the National Football League. And I went ahead and I took a look. And I said, you know, who is the next Jalen Ramsey um, coming out of college football this year? And I couldn't find anybody. So then I said, okay, well, who is the next Jalen Ramsey that's going to be coming out of college football next year? And so I went back and I took a look at some of the sophomores. And I'm like, I can't see anybody who's as good as Jalen Ramsey. Because when you have a shutdown corner like Jalen Ramsey, you can get away with eight sacks of a Tennessee Titan quarterback even if it is the, uh, how do I put this, a totally underachieving quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. You know the guy from Hawaii, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is turning into one of the biggest disappointments uh, of recent memory. I can confidently tell you that both Jameis Winston And Marcus Mariota will never be the reason any team that they're on actually wins a Super Bowl. Hell, they'll never be the reason any team that they're on actually makes it to a Super Bowl. I'm just saying, you should be putting those two quarterbacks together into the same category. Uh, Great expectations, looked good in college, Thought he was going to be really good in the National Football League. Turned out to be a nice, serviceable backup quarterback. I'm just saying both of them have no business in the National Football League as a starting quarterback. And it is clear to me at this point. Now, uh, bringing it back to Jalen Ramsey. The point on Jalen Ramsey is really simple. (laughs) It's, It's as simple as water being wet. (laughs) <laughs> it is it is that there are no shutdown quarterbacks coming out into the National Football League of Jalen Ramsey's caliber. I've looked. If if I'm wrong, please send me a text message. Send me a note on Twitter. Do whatever you have to do to find a way to get in touch with Dave DePaul at the Ramble. Because I am telling you right now, there is nobody like Jalen Ramsey coming out to the National Football League in the next three years. I don't know what's going to happen in four or five years or six years. I do not have a magic eight ball in the studio with me. But what I do know is if you are the Jacksonville Jaguars, you should try to make things right with Jalen Ramsey. Because a player like that can take half of the field it's sort of like in golf <laughs> when you're when you're hitting a, a fade or you're hitting a draw. The point of both of those shots is to take away either the left side of the golf course or the right side of the golf course. That is exactly what Jalen Ramsey is to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You figure out if he's the draw or the fade. <laughs> I'll I'll leave that 
Um, to you. All right, North America, we are going to come back to the National Football League in a little bit. Uh, Just one small little news of what I can best describe as totally insignificant news for the upcoming season in the National Basketball Association. And that is Kevin Durant has chosen a new number, North America. I know we were all like just wondering, we were waiting, we were holding our breath. I was like, ah, I'm not going to see what kind of idiotic moves the president has made this week. I'm just really wondering what kind of deep websites I can go to to see if I can get a sneak peek of what number Kevin Durant is going to wear. This is the National Basketball Association PR engine starting to ramp up North America. Because when you see a picture (laughs) of Kevin Durant wearing his new number number seven (laughs) in his Brooklyn Nets jersey spinning a basketball in front of a green screen. You'll be just saying, wait, wait, wait. Is Kevin Durant playing this year? I thought Kevin Durant was out for the entire year. Why is he standing there spinning a basketball? Why do we care what Kevin Durant's number is? Since he's not going to play the game this year. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. Anyways, um, National Basketball Association, as um, if you're new to the Ramble, probably do not know um, my opinions on public relations as it relates to the major uh, sports leagues. And by far, the National Basketball Association, in collusion with all of its other teams, do a fantastic job with PR. They do a fantastic job sort of getting rid of the bad noise and pushing that off to the side, if you will, taking it to the dump. And they do a really good job with PR making news about news where there is no news. Because there's no news when a basketball player who will not play this year gets a new jersey number. <laughs> I am just saying. All right, North America. So um, moving on to the National uh, Football League. Um, And just a couple of notes from last week uh, before we get into the greatest show in the history of the National Football League and, um, and, and how unbelievably floored and happy I was that NFL primetime is back. So I thought we would take uh, just a a quick glance, if you will. And this is going to be a super quick glance at what happened during week two of your National Football League season. Now, if you listen to last week's podcast, I had uh, we had done our week two predictions, which I think basically we were about 50-50, which is bad for this show. Usually run between 70 and 75% uh, being correct about the games. The season's young. There's still a lot of things to sort of figure out, but there was nothing hard to figure out, as I pointed out in the last show about Dak Prescott finding a way for the Dallas Cowboys to go into Washington, a team who doesn't have a starting quarterback, and beat them at the new, if you will, RFK Stadium, which is old now. <laughs> so that wasn't surprising at all. 
elsewhere around your National Football League. Um, the Seattle Seahawks um, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, obviously Big Ben going down and being out for the season is a major loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, that, is, of course, was nothing that we could have foreseen. That game was close. We got that game wrong uh, as the Steelers ended up losing by two at home uh, to Seattle. Um, elsewhere around the National Football League, week number two, not really going to cover um, too much else other than to say, um, you know, the Ravens uh, do look pretty good. And I still, even after a San Francisco 49er victory, this is tough for me. Even after a San Francisco 49er victory, 41 to 17 against the less than impressive, uh, probably uh, achieving at the level they should be achieving at 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals. 41-17 was the final there. In last week's show, I went off on the 49ers <laughs> so much that I said, and I quote, the closest the San Francisco 49ers are going to get to Miami, which is where the Super Bowl is in February, <laughs> is Tampa, because that was where they played their first game this year. Look, there's still very little chance that the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl this year. And if you thought the calls on the local sports radio stations here in the Silicon Valley were bad when they were 1-0, you should have heard the calls when they were 2-0. God forbid they actually beat the Pittsburgh Steelers at home this week. Just the, the, the hype around these parts is going to be off the hook and there'll be very little to justify it because their starting quarterback, as you know, is a deer in the headlights. Okay, North America. We will come back and wrap up the show with a quick rundown of a week three uh, predictions. Highly, highly coveted week number three predictions for your National Football League se season. We will cover those in just a little bit. But first, I could not believe what I saw. Um, so it's like when you order a bunch of stuff <clears throat> on Amazon and then you sort of forget about it, you know, you forget about it and then you come home and there's a couple packages there for you. And it's sort of like, if you will, Christmas in July, <laughs> or in this case, Christmas in September, when you come home and there's just a bunch of variety of different size packages waiting out in front of you for you and sure some of it could be toilet paper but usually you buy some stuff that you probably don't need after midnight and and it shows up at your house and you're really pleasantly surprised you got it um and it's like it's basically like uh receiving christmas presents and sending them to yourself that is exactly how i felt when i saw uh, during a ESPN broadcast that they had brought back NFL prime time with Chris Berman and Tommy Jackson and that they had stuck it on ESPN plus 
you know, the app that you had to pay extra for if you wanted to read the entire article (laughs) about which quarterback to draft second for your fantasy football team. You know, the app that, like a lot of people, had really resisted paying any money to for a very long time. Why would I pay extra to read a little bit more about what some schmuck has to say about my Minnesota Vikings when I already know. So for the longest time, since the ESPN Plus app has been in existence, I have been on the other side of the fence. There was no way, there was nothing, nothing that could lure me in to purchase that for like, what is it? Like It's like five bucks a month. Uh, there was absolutely nothing That would lead me to that. Not even all the commercials for Peyton's Place, which, by the way, now that I have crossed over into the dark side (laughs) and I have I have subscribed to ESPN Plus, I will say this. I have watched a couple of those episodes of of, uh, Peyton's Place and and really not. They're pretty good. (laughs) It's, It's actually really pretty good. I'm not going to put it on on a uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> level um, or an Entourage level, but for what it is, it's pretty good. Anyway, so I had after seeing that commercial, I was like, "Wait, what? 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 What did I, did I just see that NFL primetime with Chris Berman and Tom Jackson is back? It's like it's like Christmas all over again." When I was 15, I'm like. Absolutely, I will immediately go to my, and someday, hopefully I get paid for saying this, my Amazon Fire Stick, (laughs) which is hooked up. The Amazon Fire Stick is an amazing tool hooked up to our, our big screen TV. And I don't even know if they call them big screen TVs anymore. I told a bunch of people in the office that I was recording Monday Night Football and they looked at me all sort of strange. And then I said, do you know what Betamax is? And then I got another strange look. Welcome to the world of millennials. So so anyways, I'm so excited. I went ahead and I paid for the app. I, I didn't even take the seven days free. I was like, screw the seven days free. I want to buy it right now because I know at least during the National Football League season, I don't know what I'll do after that, but during the National Football League season, being able to stream, <laughs> to actually stream Chris Berman and Tom Jackson doing NFL primetime is so unbelievably glorious. If you are a highly religious person, it's like going to your own Mecca, whatever Mecca that might be. I'm just saying. If you love steak and the best steak you've ever had is at Morton's, it's like having Morton's once a week. <laughs> I could go on uh, and probably get the show pulled off the air. I will just say this. It was worth every single penny. Go ahead. And if you have an Amazon Fire Stick and hook it up to your television, subscribe to ESPN Plus or just get it on your mobile app or whatever other service that you have. Because there's like 1,800 of the services out there where you can get NFL primetime. Worth every single penny just to see and hear 
and watch the greatest highlight show in the history of sports back on the air. Okay, North America. Um, uh, okay, so moving on just super quick. We're gonna, we're gonna rifle through these today. Um, and, um, if I had been picking heading into that Jacksonville Jaguars Titans game, in this particular case, unlike last week, last Thursday, I would have not picked Tampa to win. Um, I did pick Jacksonville to win, um, this week. So, the Jaguars have won elsewhere around week number three of the National Football League. It's the Bees versus the Bees. The Bengals at the Bills. Now, I will say this. Um, as we know, the Bengals have a rookie head coach. Um, uh, Marvin Lewis is gone. Um, um, a wide variety of members of the media had been calling for the ouster of Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis was equivalent to a Republican president and a bunch of liberals on the left actually wanting him out of office. (laughs) And I was part of that. I was like, get rid of Marvin Lewis. But I knew what would happen. I knew that the second Marvin Lewis was gone, any chance of a Bengal team finishing at 500 that following year probably wasn't going to happen because Marvin Lewis, for all of his faults, was a really good 500 coach. And if that was your goal, like in Minnesota, we try not to win Super Bowls. We try to not go to too many Super Bowls. We've been to four Super Bowls in Minnesota. But what are the Minnesota Vikings most proud of? That's right, our playoff appearance sign. (laughs) <laughs> That's what we're most proud of in Minnesota. Anyways, uh, I would expect Buffalo, who's on a bit of a roll, with Josh Allen, who looks sort of okay, um, to do a pretty good job and win that game. Uh, moving on to the Eagles at home against the Lions. Um, the Eagles are basically, I'd say, about a quarter of that football team and at least uh, three uh, and I'd, I'd say three quarters of its wide receiver core are basically in a hospital right now. There, there's a whole wing of a hospital somewhere in Philadelphia right now that's just dedicated to the Philadelphia Eagles. That team is rifled, absolutely rifled with injuries. There's an injury here, an injury there. You could get an injury just watching a Philadelphia Eagles game right now. Like, I mean, the real question isn't should the Eagles win? The real question is, will the Lions find a way to lose? And I have no faith in the Lions on the road in Philadelphia. Look, Philadelphia is a special place to play. I'm just saying a very special place to play is Philadelphia. (laughs) So beating the Eagles in Philadelphia... I feel like it's a tall order for the Lions, uh, despite the mash unit um, that is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles team as a whole. Um, the Jets at the Patriots, do we even need to say anything else other than Antonio Brown is no longer a member of the New England Patriots? And you might be wondering why. Dave DeBaugh and the Ramble did not cover that as its own sort of story. And I'll tell you right now, 
when you get accused of sexual harassment, not once, but twice, and who knows what else is out there, the New England Patriots did the absolute right thing today. And if there is any other National Football League team that picks up Antonio Brown this year, I'll be very surprised. I will also be very disappointed if any National Football League team picks up Antonio Brown this year before the National Football League completes its report about the acquisitions. (laughs) The (laughs) can't even say it. The um, the accusations in front of Antonio Brown. Once the National Football League. Uh, clears Antonio Brown of any really wrongdoing at that point, I would say it's free for the, I don't know, the uh, Buffalo Bills to get back on the horn and call Antonio Brown up if they want to. They'd be free for Pete Carroll if he wanted to mess with his team chemistry uh, a little bit and, and make a move for AB. But until then, Antonio Brown needs to do the following. He needs to go home wherever home is. He needs to hang out with his kids, however many kids he has. I have no idea if he's married right now or has a girlfriend or doesn't. Whoever is significant to Antonio Brown in his family, and I'm not talking about his slimy agent, (laughs) uh, he needs to surround himself with people that actually care about Antonio Brown. He needs to take care of of the stuff off the field first before he's allowed back on the field. Patriots with an easy win in that game. Raiders at Vikes. Vikes are going to win that. John Gruden, I just don't see that happening. Ravens at Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're all looking forward to this game. Do you really think Patrick Mahomes is going to lose that game? And I think the answer is no. The Kansas City Chiefs will hold on and beat Lamar Jackson and the vastly improving (laughs) Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Falcons at the Colts. Uh, Colts surprised me um, a little bit last week. Um, uh, This game can go either way. I am just, I am pulling for the Falcons. I am pulling for the Falcons. I saw Tony Gonzalez special this week. (laughs) After seeing that, I was like, Oh, I got a pull for Matty Ice. Have you noticed that nobody calls Matt Ryan <laughs> Matty Ice anymore? Like, it was a big thing early in his career. Now he's just Matt Ryan. That says a lot. Colts will beat Matt Ryan <laughs> and the Falcons at home with a former a former New England Patriot backup quarterback. Uh, Broncos at Packers. Uh, Packers easy win there. Uh, hey, they should thank the National Football League for scheduling the Broncos at home in September. I'm just saying. Dolphins at Cowboys. Uh, come on. This is my death pool pick of the week. Uh, so Cowboys will win that game. Giants at Buccaneers. Now, um, we all know that there's a new starting quarterback in New York. Now, do you know what his name is? Do you know the starting quarterback for the New York football giants? And is this a big, big deal for this team to be making this move? To make this move after they went ahead and they uh, drafted this particular player. And then to go through just two games, not four games, 
Everything has changed in the world in the last five years. It used to be that if you picked a quarterback, I guess it's more like 10 years ago, if you picked a quarterback, you sat him down and you made him watch. You made him watch. You barely played that quarterback in the preseason. You made your rookie quarterback watch, especially somebody you're going to pay a lot of money to. Rarely in the National Football League have we seen rookie quarterbacks uh, uh, after week one actually really turn into something special. Now, I don't know how you feel about Dak Prescott out there, but I will say this. Dak Prescott changed everything for me when it came to preseason football. After watching the way Dak Prescott stole the job away, from tone, let's face it, it was highway robbery. Dak walked into the bank and said, give me Tony's cash, please. And they did. <laughs> so, so Daniel Jones, your new starting quarterback for your New York football giants. Cannot wait. This kid is the real deal. Same thing like Dak in the preseason. Daniel Jones flat out performed. And the biggest mistake that I do think the New York football giants made was not starting Daniel Jones on week one. That being said, I have absolutely no faith in Jameis Winston. I'm going to take the New York football giants, and I really hope they open up the offense for Daniel Jones. If it's just run, 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 and you can only throw on third down, and there's no play action pass, and there's no originality, then yeah, the Bucks are going to win. So this is all about coaching. So I'm putting some faith, which I don't have a lot of, in the New York Football Giants coaching staff. This is a coaching staff win waiting to happen. Uh, Panthers at Cardinals. Hey, guess what? Uh, first win for, for Cliff is on the way. As the Panthers will not have uh, Cam Newton, which is probably a good thing because, as it turns out, he's hurt and was wearing a boot. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a moon boot. He was wearing an actual, you know, brace boot all week. Of course he wasn't going to start. Anyways, um, uh, Kyler should get his first win, as will uh, Cliff in in Arizona Steelers at 49 I'm coming back to this Saints um the Saints at Seahawks the Seahawks are going to win that Pete Carroll's too smart of a coach uh that defense is still really good I just I I don't care you know if it's a three-headed quarterback attack by the uh by the Saints I am just not seeing the Saints going into the 12th man stadium in Seattle with this new two two quarterback system and being able to pull that off against Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. As good as Sean Payton is, and as much as I like Teddy Bridgewater, and as much as I wouldn't mind the Saints winning that game, I don't see it happening. Texans at Chargers, which San Diego Charger team is going to show up in Los Angeles this week? Um, Last week, I successfully pointed out how improved the Detroit Lions were going to be at home in what I can best describe as one of the boringest fields in the National Football League. Nothing more boring than Ford Field in the National Football League. I'm just saying, they blew up the Silverdome to move into that stadium. 
There's no energy there. The stadium, that's one of the reasons I picked against the Chargers, because you can literally hear somebody receive a text message when it's on vibrate. (laughs) You're on the field and you're like, oh, the guy up in row 47 sitting in seat 217D just received a text message. I could hear it vibrate in his pocket. That's how quiet Ford Field is. So Texans at Chargers, um, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I, I just like, I got to believe uh, Philip Rivers and the Chargers uh, figure a couple things out. Injuries on both sides of the field, which are pretty significant. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Chargers in that one. Rams at Browns. Um, come on, Los Angeles, please. I am, I am officially rooting against Cleveland. I, I, I was, I was, I was like, they had been down for so long, but I think it was maybe the eighth Baker Mayfield commercial that I saw last week that finally tipped it for me. I cannot handle, look, you should not be allowed to do more than two commercials if you haven't ever won a playoff game. Hell, you haven't even sniffed a playoff game yet, Baker. Get off of my television already. <laughs> so I hope, I'm hoping the Rams uh, actually win that game. And I'm picking the Rams sort of reluctantly because something tells me that Baker is going to figure some stuff out here. And maybe actually justify all of the television commercials by the end of the year. But for now, <laughs> I'm going with the Rams. All right, uh, Monday Night Football. Um... Bears at Redskins. Um, my second favorite team is the Washington Redskins. Uh, new to the Ramble, you know I spent some time on the East Coast as a kid um, and was a, a big uh, fan of the Redskins, um, and they've always been my second favorite team. Uh, my least favorite team in the history of the National Football League as a Minnesota Viking fan, which is my first favorite team, is the Chicago Bears. Look, uh, they uh, everything bothers me about the Bears except their stadium, which I think is beautiful. And and of course, I had nothing wrong with sweetness. I I can't even like handle the fact that sweetness was on the Bears, and I still am upset with Mike Ditka for not giving sweetness a touchdown and giving it to a refrigerator instead in a Super Bowl. Come on, Ditka. Anyways, I hate everything about the Bears including the fact that their logo looks like it's on the back of a black mat. Their uniforms actually look black, but they're not actually black. They're this navy blue, but you can't really tell. And it's just a bad color scheme. (laughs) I've always thought this about the Bears. Anyways, uh, so Redskins are going to, I don't even know how I can even justify making this pick, but they're going to find a way to win and they're going to win that game. One last game for you in the National Football League before we uh, get out of here and I go back and watch and rewatch NFL primetime <laughs> on the greatest app ever, ES- ESPN Plus on my Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> I can't wait to go back and uh, watch it again. Anyway, Steelers at 49ers. Uh, look, as I mentioned um, earlier, uh, Big Ben is out for the season. Uh, r- this could be Rudolph's team going forward anyways. There was always a little bit of speculation sort of coming into the start of the season that that uh, could be something that would, would happen. Um, I am going to reluctantly 
and I do mean this reluctantly because let, let's say we were betting and I had money on this. I would actually have to take the 49ers at home. I, uh, <laughs> I can't even believe I'm going there. Uh, I want to be wrong. Love Mike Tomlin. Love James Connors, but he's just not the same. There's just something missing. There's there's something major missing in, in Pittsburgh, and it has nothing to do with Big Ben. There's just something dysfunctional there. I'm not sure they can figure it out and get it fixed in time to beat this uh, this team that, for some reason, is doing really well this year, the San Francisco 49ers. And that is my pick even though I don't like it, North America. All right, North America, listen, uh, thanks so much for tuning into The Rambles. show does actually extraordinarily well on uh, Apple, uh, iTunes. I don't even know. Uh, we're on all sorts of other places as well. You can catch us um, on Slacker Radio. You can catch us on TuneIn. Uh, we are actually doing really well now on iHeartRadio as well. So thank you. Uh, for all of your support there. One last note, and in all seriousness and uh, all the other stuff that sort of goes into, you know, producing one of these podcasts. <laughs> A lot of work goes into this. Um, seriously, NFL primetime. Spend the $4.99, $5.99, whatever you have to pay to get ESPN Plus and watch Chris Berman. Look, kids, millennials, that are out there, that are are part of this fast food society that we live in, you know, where everything gets done for you right away. Everything is in real time. I have to say this. The National Football League Network, the NFL Network, they have their recap show on on Sunday nights. And I find it to be, uh, it could be a lot better. I, I don't mind the show. But it's not what I'm looking for. Trust me, when you watch Chris Berman and Tom Jackson cover the National Football League, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, North America. Uh, We will see you next week for The Ramble. I am Dave DeBaugh reminding you that you can't win a championship if you play (laughs) for the Carolina Panthers. And good luck, North America. Because in this era of Donald Trump being your president. Trust me, you're going to need all the luck that you can get. Cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS.
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. How do you keep your family healthy this season when it feels like everyone around you is getting sick? I use Sambacol. It's drug-free and scientifically tested to help support your immunity. Sambacol has the power of black elderberry in every purple bottle. It comes in tablets, syrup, chewables, or my kids' favorite, the great-tasting gummies. So this cold and flu season, support your family's immunity with Sambacol Black Elderberry. It's the only one I trust for my family. And best of all, my kids love it too.